Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm so glad to welcome you here to the Clark Howard Show. Our mission is to serve you and empower you so you make better financial decisions in your life. In this episode, I've talked about the worker shortage at length, but there's one sector that I've not talked about at all that actually there are tons and tons of jobs going begging. You might consider, I'll fill you in a minute. And something else I want to talk about affecting you, potentially, credit card debt. Ooh, there's some bad news on the credit card debt front. Plus, I want to hit you with one deal on a credit card I want to make sure you know about. And if you're enjoying this podcast, I hope you'll subscribe so you never, ever miss a money-saving or money-making episode. So governments all over the country are talking about how short they are of workers. It's every part of government, but most especially state and local. And these jobs that are going begging apparently number past 1 million, depending on the local government. It may actually be a fairly stable job. It may or may not come with something that's unbelievably rare, and that's a pension or hopefully a generous 401k or equivalent that could be available to you. And it's every phase of government work that they are short of workers, not for everybody. And a lot of people may, may say, hey, last place I want to work is government. My thinking about it is that if you are unhappy with how your local or state government provides services, you may be in the mirror who you see may be part of the solution. Somebody who's there, who cares, dedicated, and can make a difference. And I know... People have always had this thing of making fun of government workers, but the reality is most are dedicated to what they do and work hard to serve their fellow citizens, the taxpayers. There are those who may loaf, but the general thing is people who do work hard. Um, state governments in particular are generally in good shape financially now, and those jobs are likely more secure than they've been in the past working in a government job. Also, the feds have a lot of jobs that they have not been able to fill in different capacities with the federal government. And that is another potential opportunity if that was something you would consider. And Krista, when I was very young, I worked as a civilian employee for the Air Force. Mm -hmm. At the Pentagon, right? That's right. And I worked for HUD. 
And that's how I paid my way through undergraduate school. And so it was a good, steady, full-time job, and I went to college at night. And I would encourage college students that are having trouble coming up with money that they need for school, that instead of digging deeper and deeper holes of debt, look and see if there's a job you could take with the local government where the colleges you attend or the state government of the state, the colleges in that you're attending, and you work for government part-time or full-time while you're in school, and that may be a good steady source of income while you're going through school. It sure worked for me. I was trying to find, is it jobs.gov? Let me see. For the feds? Yeah. It's going to require now a I'm little gonna, bit Now of I'm editing. getting obsessed. USAjobs.gov. USAjobs.gov for the federal jobs that are available right now, and you can see what's out there. And there's so many different categories. I mean, they're looking, the list came up right away. They're looking for sky marshals. Mm-hmm. To make sure we're safe on airplanes. That's just one job that the federal government has right now. They need people for to protect homeland security. And maybe that's a role you'd want to play. Do you always play guess who the sky marshal is when you're flying? You can't anymore. Okay. So there's no lie. After uh, 9-11 and the fall of uh, 2001 and through 2002, the sky marshals were so obvious because they were always dressed up like they were a banker. And nobody dresses like that on an airplane anymore. And because the bankers are flying on private jets, so you wouldn't see them on an airplane. And so the sky marshals, I mean, you just knew, oh, that's a sky marshal. You could tell right away. And now they don't have them dressed that way anymore. So they kind of blend in mm-hmm. with everybody else. I talked to a guy one time on a plane at the end. I was like, you're the sky marshal, aren't you? And he just was like, I'm not saying anything. Yeah, so you knew the answer to your question. Okay, Bill in Pennsylvania has a question. You may already know this. Recently, we've noticed that grocery store products that are store brand or generic usually are the lowest prices. In the last few weeks, products, store brands, or generics are generally more expensive than the brand names. Okay, so here's what's going on. People have been voting with their wallets and they've been buying the store brands at a much higher rate than in the past. And the brand name manufacturers are like, oops, oops, we ran these prices up and we were so proud of ourselves and people aren't buying. So there's more and more what are called BOGOs on the brand names, buy one, get one free. They're trying to reintroduce themselves to you with special deals to try to erode or surpass the typical 30% discount you get by buying a store brand or generic set of the brand name. So obviously, uh, if you pick up an opportunity to get a better deal on the brand name than the store brand, you do it. I had that recently happen at Sam's Club. I had gone in to buy Members Mark facial tissue, Mm -hmm. and Kleenex was cheaper than the members mark brand and and i checked the quantities were the same made me think that maybe that's who makes the members mark mm-hmm. but anyway it was cheaper buying kleenex brand so i bought the kleenex brand instead of the store brand and then i broke out in hives buying a brand name no i was okay <laughs> 
Okay, Scott in Wisconsin says, I recently heard on your podcast that the FDA will allow over-the-counter sales of hearing aids. However, this ruling only applies to individuals 18 or older. And I should add, with mild to moderate hearing loss. My one-year-old son was recently diagnosed with hearing loss. Oh, I'm sorry. just got his hearing aids, which cost $4,000 for the pair. It comes with a five-year warranty, but this still means we will need to purchase two more sets before he's able to buy them over the counter. Are you aware of any places that sell children's hearing aids for cheaper than purchasing them directly from the audiologist? Okay, I'm really, really sorry about, first of all, Scott, the loss of hearing in a one-year-old. Second, the cost of hearing aids from audiologists will decline as well because of market pressure as we move forward. And I don't know if the warehouse clubs will sell pediatric hearing aids, but they are so much cheaper. Like I noticed in Costco uh, just yesterday that their brand name hearing aids are down to 1300 And that's so much less than they used to be. So, and that's, you know, audiology, audiologist mm-hmm. dispensed kind of thing. So I think you're going to see that the 4000 you've, face this time will be way in the rearview mirror by the time your one-year-old needs the next set that the next set will be substantially cheaper even from an audiologist because it's an industry that now is facing true market forces which is fantastic Larry in South Carolina says I heard Clark discuss whether to replace a 70-year-old sewer line I'd like to hear his opinion about replacing copper water lines My house is about 50 years old, and over the last decade, we've had two leaks spring up at random locations. Once found, we opened up the drywall and replaced a section of the copper with this blue plastic stuff they are now using. We're planning a major remodel, and our plumbers say we don't want to get all that done and have another leak. So $8,000, and he'll replace all of our copper lines with that blue plastic stuff. What do you think? Larry, I would say it would be really smart for you to get Uh, additional quotes from other plumbers doing this during the time of the reno of the home is a great opportunity for you to get rid of something that could be a ticking time bomb for your wallet with future water leaks. Anybody who has particularly older plumbing in your house would benefit greatly from having a plumber come in and at the source the water enters the house put in one of these leak detection systems that will shut the water supply off when it senses a decline in water pressure somewhere in the home because of a leak. These systems are not cheap, but they cost basically nothing compared to the cost of having to rebuild a substantial amount of your home due to water damage. In your case, because of the reno you're doing, this is a perfect time to eliminate a future problem and I would seize that opportunity. So here's a problem a lot of people are facing, and it seems to be coming from everywhere right now, and that's credit card debt. And we got to talk about it, not letting it strangle you in your life. And you're not alone, and I'm going to talk strategies with you moving forward. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? 
Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget, giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Credit cards, they're a tale of two cities. One of them is a meaningful group of people who are in a position that credit cards are just a payment system. And you are able to benefit from what the marketplace is offering as the big credit card issuers fight for market share. Recently, that criminal enterprise impersonating a bank, Wells Fargo, offered a 2% cashback card with a sign-up bonus. And they were pulling market share. So then Citi decided, hey, we got to do something to protect ourselves. So in the Citi double cash... They're now offering a bonus that if you get City Double Cash now as a card where you get 2% cash back basically on everything you do, a little bit of work to get your cash, but anyway, you get 2% cash back, you get the card and you charge a relatively modest amount over a six-month period, they're going to give you $200 in cash for the card. It's a good deal. So you've got the airline cards, the hotel cards the general purpose travel reward cards, all offering these various sign-up bonuses falling all over each other. This one offering 80,000 points. This one offering 120,000 points. This one offering miles, whatever they call them in big numbers, just to try to get people to sign up for these high annual fee, high reward, high volume cards. So you got one set of people that are playing the points, cash back, and mileage game. And then you've got other people that are using credit cards as a way to live and support themselves. And it's very expensive borrowing interest rates, the highest they've been since the last century. I mean, that's ugly. And now a new survey from creditcards.com finds that more than half of people who are in credit card debt have had that debt for more than one year. And a huge percent have had it more than two years, 40%. More than a quarter have had that ongoing credit card debt more than three years. You're getting the pattern? So, so it's kind of like a pyramid. You know, you got more than half of people who get into credit card debt where they can't pay bills in full, carrying it for a year or more. Then you got 40%, two years or more. Then you got more than a quarter, three years or more. And it is indentured servitude to the banks. So it requires a complete rethink and reset. And it's tough and hard and can't be done by a lot of people in a day. But as you turn that ship around and you get control of your wallet, I want you to think about 
back to basics. And that is, if that credit card debt is because you've lost your job, that credit card debt is because you've been ill, something like that, that's a different story. There's not income coming in. You've been trying to stave off your bills by putting yourself into debt. And that's, that's a situation that heals as the job situation, the health, either situation corrects itself. And then you can start to get your arms around it. But what if it's just life? Which for a lot of people it is. You're just in the habit of saying charge it. Just in the habit now of saying pay in for. How do you break that cycle? How do you take control back? To take control back, it requires a whole new pattern in your life. And I know this is going to sound like something from, I don't know, from the Stone Age. But I have something in my hand. You may not be familiar with it. This is called a Jackson. A $20 bill. Cash. Cash. I know it seems like from ancient times. And I know a lot of people look at a debit card as being the same as cash. It's not. Because you don't feel that finiteness. I will tell you, I've found all through the years that when someone has a credit card problem and it's not caused by a specific event in their lives, it's just a credit card problem, that going cold turkey to cash is the key to you getting things under control. And how is that the key and what do I mean? Okay, so if you each pay period, however you get paid, if you take out a pre-selected amount of cash and you live your life where everything you do out and about is with that cash, you feel it. You see that cash dwindle. And something in the past you might have pulled out a debit card or credit card for, you're like, oh, I don't have that much left. And I got another four days till payday or another six days till payday or two more days till payday. It changes your mentality. I've seen it work over and over and over again. And I know it seems ridiculous to talk about cash. Who carries cash anymore? I was reading that people who work at hotels now all have Venmo or Cash App because when it comes time for somebody to tip them for valeting a car or bringing their luggage to the room or room service or whatever it is, these are all services I'm not familiar with using, but they have this stuff at hotels. Anyway, some hotels. Now, everybody said, oh, well, I'm sorry you don't have cash, but you can Venmo me right now or you can cash at me right now. And that's how they get their tips now because so few people carry cash. But cash is still legal tender. In fact, it said so. This note is legal tender for all debts, public and private. You carry it. And I bet you in six months, six months, you will see a complete change in your personal finances and the debts that you have, you will be able to eat those debts up by living on a cash basis. You know, I've been reading a lot about interviews that reporters are doing with people 
because uh, it's such a easy lift for reporters to go talk to people in the supermarket parking lots and say, wow, these grocery prices. And then people just are off to the races talking about it. But if you listen to what people are saying, you hear how people are thoughtfully changing what they buy to deal with this unaccustomed wave of inflation on groceries, changing what they buy, how they buy, what meals they prepare, the ready-to-eat stuff they're not buying, things like that. We can do more for ourselves with finance than we realize. And so if you are one of that 60% of people with credit card debt, that that debt is a sentence that follows you. I want to tell you, lift that burden from yourself by changing how you use money and try what I suggest with cash. And I bet you'll be stunned at the change it makes in your personal finance. Let us know, give feedback if you were able to turn things around by going to cash. And we do have a Facebook uh, group called Ditch Your Debt. If you go to the Clark Howard Facebook page and you'll see our group there uh, where people encourage each other and share strategies for getting rid of their debt. It's a really great group I, I of love people. it because it's the wisdom of the crowd and people encourage each other. There, there are some people who do things in their own head and they do them alone. There are other people who really benefit from encouragement from each other. And I think it's wonderful for you to see what other people have been able to do and inspire you with ideas may not have ever occurred to you. And also our community on Clark.com that we launched not that long ago. There's some great people in there on all different things. If you're trying to share information or get information about all the topics Clark talks about, it's that's a wonderful place too. Okay, Angelina in Texas says, you mentioned the cons of using self-checkout. I want to tell you about a situation that happened to my husband at a home improvement store. He waited in line to self-checkout. As he was walking out of the store, he looked down at his receipt and saw that it said $430. The person in front of him had scanned a big ticket item and walked out without finishing their transaction. My husband jumped on and didn't notice and started scanning his items. Thank goodness he noticed it before leaving the store. So that is a shoplifting technique I've never heard of that because the stores are looking to make sure you scan an item. Yeah. She, so, the, uh, so the person before scanned it, mm-hmm. pretended like they had bought it and then just walked out of the store with yeah. it. She did add some information. I cut it out for brevity, but she said that the person who was supposed to be watching over things was kind of checking their phone. Like the person knew what to do and when to slide out. So... Yes, definitely check and make sure you're just starting to scan your items. There's so much stuff going on with uh, with checkout right now because of the labor shortages and Wegmans was much in the news recently. If you know, that's the supermarket chain people love in the Northeast. And they had a thing like I use at Sam's Club where you could check yourself out on their app on your phone and they had to do away with it because people were... Well, people were cheating, sweet old Wegmans. And so the the stores are, are in this collision course with not enough employees to satisfy their customers. And so you're becoming their junior employee, checking yourself out. And that's providing opportunity to crooks. 
Aaron in Michigan says, in all your discussions of gas prices, I haven't heard this mentioned. Kroger was constantly offering me their credit card. When gas was at its highest, they offered me 55 cents off per gallon for one year with their card. My husband and I went for it. Kroger also gives me gas points for just grocery shopping there, and there are often bonuses for buying gift cards. I will just pick up gift cards for McDonald's or other restaurants I know I will frequent. Between the 55 cents off per gallon and these grocery gas points, I've saved tons of money. The card has no annual fee. Once the introductory year is over, I will still save 25 cents per gallon. Not too shabby. So I don't know if you know this at Kroger, but if you don't have their credit card and you're a Kroger Plus member, is that what it's called? And all their Kroger is the nation's second largest supermarket chain, uses I think more than a couple of dozen different brand names around the country, you only get three cents a gallon off at the pump. And then with the credit card, you get, as you just heard from Aaron, the 55 cents off per gallon for a year up to there's some kind of number of gallon limit per month or something, but it's quite a deal. And then you still get the quarter off after that. And it is a real opportunity. And what Kroger is about, Kroger is what's known as a high-low. Kroger's regular prices are for groceries are very expensive, but everything about their system is set up on customer loyalty. And that's why they have the gas pumps. That's why you use the Kroger Plus card in the store and you get all these deals. Is Everything is about giving you incentives to come in over and over again and become hyper loyal to them. And the more loyal you are to them, the more they give your way. If you don't play Kroger's game, though, you don't have Kroger Plus, uh, you don't consider getting their card, groceries are quite expensive there. And then Gwen in Florida, on a totally different note, would like to know how she can donate her body to science. since she talked about doing that. Yeah, so... The, the normal way to do so is, Gwen, where you live in Florida, if there's a university-based medical center or medical school near you, that's the easiest path for somebody typically to donate their body to science. And this is a real opportunity. And I've talked in the past about how, in my case, I want to donate all my organs And there are people who object to that for religious reasons. I think it's an opportunity for me to give the gift of life to many other people. I'm four eyes, but my eyes aren't that bad. So maybe somebody will benefit from my eyes too. I'm happy to donate whatever else is left to science. So the easiest path for you, though, is two things. One, in most of the populous states, including Florida, There are organizations, and you can search this online, that help with um, organ donation, if that's something you want to do, or in your case, donating to science. Just think about where is the closest medical center to you that's university-based, University of Florida Medical Center or something like that. Uh, Shands is, I think, the brand name that University of Florida uses in different markets. And see if they are interested in having your body donated for science, and then you're going to be able to be helpful to others beyond the length of your natural life. And that's a wonderful thing unless 
again, you have religious objections to doing something like that. And I want to thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast. And if there's anything we talked about today that you're like, what was that website? What was that thing? Whatever. You can go to clark.com slash podcast and look at our show notes. Have a great rest of your day.